welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Jen O'Sullivan. My desire is to help you on your personal wellness journey. You can find more of my resources over at jenosullivan.com and also 31oils.com. All right, let's get started. So let's talk about my favorite thing, which is supplements that have to do with hormones. <laughs> okay, and that's that's a tough thing for many people because I think we just want the easy answer. And how many of you guys feel like you've got all these issues and you know somehow they're related to your hormones and you just want to know what to do? And when I asked you guys this morning, I did a little quick post this morning on my author page to say, hey, I want to see what your questions are. My heart was breaking. And the reason it was breaking was because so many of you guys have hormone issues and you were asking very specific questions about your hormone issues and what I would recommend for you. So I must start by letting you guys know I'm not a doctor. Um, I'm not somebody that can give you personal one-on-one usage advice. I've been flooded with messages from you guys asking me to help you with different hormonal issues and, and what should you be taking and should you be taking this with that? And could these interact and like, ah, right? Like you're, I can sense and I can hear in your, in your words to me, this deep seated frustration. And as much as I want to help it wouldn't make sense for me to help personally. And I want to help explain why before we kind of get into the hormones talk. Your body is different than my body is different than her body and his body and everybody's at a different stage of life. Everyone is bombarding their body with different things, right? Endocrine disrupting things. And we talked a lot about endocrine disruptors yesterday in the deadly seven, right? So go ahead and and watch that video. Just look up uh, natural supplements week and you'll see my different posts. But we talked a lot about understanding that in the intro to supplements, because when we when we truly understand that we're bombarding our body and causing our endocrine system, it's the hormone mecca of our bodies, right? The endocrine system to go haywire. Um, And then we wonder why certain things aren't working or why we have to take so many things to help. I just want to be clear with you that this is going to be another hard talk. (laughs) Okay, so let's just start there. Um, I'm going to give you 11 areas that I want you to focus on that are going to tremendously help your hormones. And guess what? I'm not selling you anything. I'm not even gonna be talking about hormone supplements or my book or anything. I'm gonna give you 11 straight up things that you can start doing to help support your hormones. Would that be okay with you if I give you clear cut advice that I would tell my sister, my best friend, and all of you to help you guys clean up your hormones, clean up your endocrine system. Um, And again, there's nothing I can sell here. All I can do is give you some uh, like really good, solid advice on how I was able to help radically, drastically change. And what I mean by radically is from the root change my hormones. Okay. And, um, every once in a while I feel my hormones change again and they start shifting. And that's the key about our bodies is that we're constantly changing. I'm not a machine. What worked for me last year won't work for me this year. And what works for me this year won't work for me next year. So when your friend says this works for me, you should do it. 
you're not her or you're not him, right? You have to figure out for yourself. So it's highly irresponsible for me or anyone else in your life to be giving you hormonal advice. Now, if you're sitting down with your doctor who has liability insurance, who is practicing medicine and they're trying to help you by getting a very clear picture of your whole body routine and they're getting your entire medical history and that's why I would encourage you to go to like a functional medicine doctor over just a regular medicine doctor or somebody who does integrative medicine because they will look at your lifestyle choices as well. Not just try to push pills on you, okay? So, are you guys ready for this? I know, it's going to be another hard talk. All right. We're just going to go through them, okay? So you can take notes, but I'm going to give you my top 11 things that you can change today. And you can just pick a couple, pick a few that you want to change and start working on. And it can be overwhelming to do all 11, so maybe rate these. Write them all down and then rate them from 1 to 11, which ones you really think are doable. Because that's what we want. We want we want to do things that we can do, right? If I tell you that I need you to limit the noise in your life, but you got you live at an airport, right? That's going to be tough. So we're going to talk about some things. Okay, so let's start with number one. Number one, drink more water. All right. Some of you guys are like, I already got that one down. I drink eight glasses a day. Well, that's not enough. You need to drink half your body weight in ounces usually plus 20 ounces on that. So that means if you're 200 pounds, you need to drink 100 ounces. So remember, you take your body weight and divide it by two and then change the pounds to ounces. So if you weigh 200 pounds, that's just easy math, you need 100 ounces a day, if not a little more if you're if you are trying to start working out. Uh, usually if you're working out and expending more energy, you need about 20 more ounces added on to that. Uh, Like if you're 150 pounds, you would need 75 ounces of water. Now you might be saying, well, Jen, I would be on the toilet every, like every hour. And yes, that's true for the first two days. Okay. If you do this consistently, when you hydrate properly, you will notice that your body will regulate. When you're not properly hydrated, you will never regulate. And what that means is, is if let's say you're drinking, let's say you're 200 pounds and you need 100 ounces a day, but you're only drinking 75 and you think that's a lot of water, 75 ounces, right? (laughs) That's a lot. It's like 10 glasses of water a day. You're still underhydrated for the weight that you're at. So that means you will be on the toilet all day long because your body hasn't regulated. Once you hit proper hydration, you'll know because then you become this beautiful camel. It's so weird. When you properly hydrate, you actually get to a point where your body is expecting and knows it's coming. And so you urinate at the proper amount at the proper time. And it's not too much and it's not too little and it's awesome. (laughs) Okay, so drink more water. If you want to throw some essential oils in there from the Vitality line or the Plus line to flavor it to help you drink more water, do that. But but like iced tea doesn't count. Like soda water doesn't count. Okay, those are acidic things. What we're trying to do is help regulate your hormones. So we just need flat water. Okay, <laughs> so just drink flat water. Filtered water is best. Uh, I don't recommend reverse osmosis. I know a lot of you guys use that, but you're getting mineral depleted by using that. So I recommend just a good like spring water, something that has good minerals in it that are is clean and filtered, but still has the mineral content in there. And um, you'll drink that 
all the time. Don't get into drinking distilled water. Um, you're going to start losing your hair. You know, this is not, we're not doing a flush and you can do that for a short amount of time, like seven days, but we want you to get those minerals as well. So just drink more clean, good filtered, um, with minerals water. All right. That's number one. Um, and if you already are like, I don't know how to do that. Just again, take your body weight, divide it by half, add ounces. That's what you need. Okay. Number two, add greens. You need to add dark leafy greens. Just add one to two more servings a day of dark green veggies or leafy greens. That's it. Um, this is going to help with oxidative stress. Um, it's going to help your blood and it's going to help your hormones work better. So everything is interconnected. Um, you're supposed to get at least three to four servings of vegetables per day. Um, and many of us are under that. And so, you know, when you start talking about fruits and vegetables and you're trying to get like eight servings a day total of everything combined and you're like, what? Like that's a lot of food, but you're not getting that. And so I'm encouraging you guys to up it. Just add one or two more servings a day. Um, okay. Number three. We talked about this at length in the last one, get more sleep. Your sleep is when your hormones start to regenerate and work properly. So I've said this earlier, I want you to go to bed one hour earlier than normal. That's an easy fix. And so do that for the first month. Let's say you're getting only four hours of sleep a night. Every 30 days, add an hour until you're at the recommended seven or more. You need at least seven to eight or nine hours of sleep per night. Um, when you're getting less than seven, you put your body into sleep depravity. It, 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 basically, if you are getting less than seven hours of sleep per night every night, you are chronically sleep deprived, and that's bad, all right? So what, and I want to help you understand this because some of you guys are like, oh, good luck with that. I'm not getting that much sleep. It's never going to happen, right? And I've heard people say, oh, sleep when you die, right? <laughs> uh, I can't even tell you how much I get so much sleep, and it is why I am so productive. When I am not productive, it's because I didn't get any sleep. So here's the deal. I'm going to give you two factors that I'm hoping are going to encourage you and motivate you to get more sleep. Because again, some of you guys are like, that's not going to happen. That's going to the bottom of the list. <laughs> okay. Number one, are you ready for this? Lack of sleep increases your hunger hormone. So when you're awake... Your brain tells you to eat more, even if you don't need to. So that's how it messes with your hormones. Lack of sleep will make you eat more. Not good. Lack of sleep causes your fat storage out to go out of whack. So certain fat, fat like when you eat, certain fat, your body will actually store fat incorrectly. So not getting enough sleep will increase your insulin resistance, essentially contributing to weight gain and obesity. Okay, so I, I know some of you guys are maybe underweight, but I'm just trying to help you understand because I think the majority of us are overweight, right? I've got about 15 pounds to lose. I've lost nine this summer because I went on the sleep challenge, which I'm so excited about, but I still got more to lose, you guys. And so that's something where we have to consider our sleep plays a big role. Okay, I know you guys are listening and I love this. Thank you. Number four, go on a walk. If any of you guys watched Dr. Ollie's presentation on how walking, so again, if you are watching me on YouTube live, 
Um, get into my human body and essential oils group because we have a lovely guest speaker in there every once in a while, Dr. Ollie Wenker. And he spoke uh, recently on walking and how if he could tell his patients to do one thing, it's walk 30 minutes a day. (laughs) Really, he said that will change everything because it increases the oxygen in your blood. Um, It increases oxygen in your brain. And all of that is paramount for hormones to travel where they need to go. Okay, without proper circulation and oxygenated blood in your brain and all that, your hormones get way out of whack. So consider it like this. It's like traveling on a windy dirt road as opposed to a freshly paved straight highway. So do you want your hormones trying to kind of navigate a windy, gravelly dirt road or a nice, freshly paved highway? So going on a walk causes your circulatory system and the oxygenation in your system to get this beautiful fast track highway. So just take like a 15 to 30 minute walk at least five times a week. So that's important. And he says like every day you need like 30 minutes. But if you can up that, and I know some of you have mobility issues. So even if it's like a 15 minute walk around the neighborhood and just try to do that every morning, get in the habit of doing that, that would be amazing. Okay, number five, create space. So here's here's something that I feel um, I could stand on a soapbox for days on. We say yes to way too many things. I want you to start saying no. I want you to create more white space on your calendar and your daily to-do list. White space should be a good thing. I mean, I get so crazed that like, so I have my, my, my prayer journal here and the prayer journal has like, like, look at this. Like I have to have straight up all the little boxes checked. I have to have something in everything. Right. And I'm realizing that no, like, okay, July was busy. And so I kept some white space before, before the crazy, right? I want to keep white space. Like, like we've got a big thing coming tomorrow. We have a massive shipment of these bad boys coming tomorrow and it's massive. And I'm like, we need to go to a movie. So after we're done here today, I'm going to go see a movie with my family and just take a little time. And so create white space on your calendar. Every morning I get up, I know I have a 15 minute time period. My husband drives my child to school and there's some solid protected white space. So that is when I do my prayer time. That is when I do my journal and I, I pray by writing because I have a squirrely brain, right? Too much going on. So if I'm writing, doing something visual, tactile, it's engaging several senses, I can stick to it. And it's, it's to the minute almost. I get a full page of white space writing, right? So literally my prayer journal will look something like this. It'll go from the top of the page all the way down. No joke, the garage door opens when I'm like, amen. <laughs> it's kind of a crack up. So create some white space. Everybody needs some downtime. Everybody needs to just kind of consider what is the best thing for you to be doing what is the thing that is the most important yes and what is the thing that you can just say no to so stay say a lot of no's don't be overwhelmed number six I want you to consider taking a nap you guys a nap is not a three wet letter dirty word okay I think so many of us feel guilty about taking a nap but if you have like an overwhelming number of to do things on your list, 
that guilt kind of tends to go up. But what I'd rather you do is not worry about what anybody else is going to think, right? I always think like, oh, if Tim ever saw me taking a nap, he'd be like, what are you doing? But he knows how hard I work. And so like, if he ever sees me taking a nap, that man is like tiptoeing around the house, you know? So it's important to, to be okay with a 30 minute power nap. Even a 10 minute nap is okay. But um, sleep is important to, to your hormone production. I don't take naps all the time, but sometimes when I feel like I just need a nap, rather than like taking something to boost my energy, sometimes taking a nap is the right choice. So utilize that as something that is in your like bag of tricks, you know? Okay, number seven, limit noise. <clears throat> and what I mean by noise is not necessarily like we talked about the airplanes going out overhead, but the noise of like social media, the noise of the distractions. So social media has allowed us to kind of, I guess, seemingly get a lot more done um, and maybe stay connected to a lot more people. Um, I just got on to Marco Polo and I, I added like 91 people or something to a thread that I called the tribe. These are all friends of mine in my in my actual like cell phone database and just random people that I know and not from any connection. They're not oilers. They're like photography friends and network people that I know from, you know, just all sorts of walks of life. And I just wanted to see like, who has little tidbits of, of power, power examples. And one of my girlfriends got on and was, she actually said, you know, I, my friends ask me all the time, how do I get so much done? And she's like, cause I don't, I pick and choose what I do. She said, you know, I, I limit what I'm doing so that I can get all those things done. So I can be productive in the things I've chosen to do. So that's that, you know, create space, but also she's chosen to limit the noise. You know, she's very um, specific when she goes on social media. It's for a very small, specific amount of time. And I'm on social media quite a bit, but so much so that I think, you know, my sister and my mom always assume I see everything they're doing, but I don't waste time on social media. I don't sit and surf. I don't sit and kind of peruse. I'm not really a stalker. I don't really care. Honestly, like I don't care unless it's a good friend of mine that bought a house. I'd rather see your new house in person then see like the weird social media pictures. So I'm not really like a, a Facebook or an Instagram stalker in that way. I like to stay connected with my people, but there's a time and a place for it. So usually it's like five or six minutes at the end of the day where I'll just kind of see what everybody's up to. And that's it. I give myself a very specific amount of time and I don't get distracted by it because wasting time like that causes me to be unproductive and it causes me to all that noise. If I have too much of it, um, it causes me to kind of get sick. I, have you guys ever felt that when you're you're on your cell phone and you're like, I just can't look at it anymore. I feel like almost like car sick from looking at it so much, like your eyes get all crazy and crossed. Okay, we have to remember there's one thing that we might not realize is that you might be bombarded by electromagnetic radiation. So as much as there's this kind of emotional connection to the noise and this kind of like wasting time, and procrastinating life, there's also the fact that we are bombarding ourselves with electromagnetic radiation. I can feel it in my hands when I'm hanging on to my cell phone too much. It's like, it hurts. Everything is like, you know, and I have electromagnetic um, blocking chips all over everything, but it still gets through. So we have to remember that when, you know, I kind of laugh when we're out to dinner and we're all on our cell phones and I'm like, we're here together and we're all like this. And you look around the restaurant and everybody else is on their cell phones and you're like, what is going on? So, you know, can we leave our cell phones in the car when you go to a restaurant? Can we, 
not miss out on everything else everyone's doing and actually not want to miss out on what's going on in front of us. Um, That fear of missing out thing is just crazy. But when we get into that actual electromagnetic radiation that is poisoning uh, poisoning us, um, that's where it can kind of disrupt your endocrine system and your hormones and disrupt your sleep patterns, all sorts of things. So that's a big one. Okay, number eight. We talked about this yesterday, and I got some of you guys giving me like, not my coffee. (laughs) But number eight is limit coffee and alcohol. So I was telling you guys yesterday, really, it's better just don't any of it, none of it, right? But the reality is some of you guys are clearly addicted to coffee. Um, Not, you know, I'm not going to claim that you guys are alcoholics because, you know, if you're having a glass of wine every day, that's not really an alcoholic thing. But if you're having two every day, I would actually encourage you to try to stop for 30 days to check to see if you have addictive tendencies there. But coffee is an addiction. And coffee basically disrupts your endocrine system. What it means is that it messes with your hormones. Coffee tells your adrenal glands that they can take a break. It basically, they're saying like, you're, you're telling your adrenals, I've got it covered. You can do your own thing because I'm going to use this to wake up instead of my cortisol. And what that does is that even just taking one cup a day will damage your endocrine system because it's telling your cortisol, your, and your adrenals to take a break. Alcohol, on the other hand, dumps massive amounts of sugar into your system. So alcohol imposes damaging effects on growth, metabolism, energy storage, bones, blood pressure, and ladies, the ability to get pregnant. And that goes, goes, both goes for men with their sperm count and ovulation in women. And I think a lot of people don't understand this about alcohol and they just think it's fine. Everybody does it. It's fine. But it's a major endocrine disruptor. So... I'm just going to help you guys understand some of these things with limiting coffee and alcohol uh, up to you, okay? But I want you to know why I I teach this. It's not because I just uh, don't like it. You know, I do. I have a glass of wine every once in a while. I don't drink coffee because it gives me heart heart palpitations, but um, we're good. Uh, So I love it, though. I used to drink it all the time. Okay, number nine, ditch white sugar. Sugar in the form of table sugar and refined carbohydrates such as bread and pasta are majolin insulin hormone disruptors. So insulin's this highly connected hormone to all other hormones and it can directly affect estrogen in women. Uh, It can directly affect a man's testosterone levels. I mean, I think we don't really truly understand the level at which white sugar, carbohydrates, breads, pasta, all that is doing damage to our hormones. So taking a sugar moratorium, that means like no sugar, um, like death to sugar, like no carbohydrates, means not eating any processed sugar, right? No, nothing, no carbohydrates or sugar, whatever. And that moratorium, you could try for like 30 days and see how you feel. But you want to stay away from high glycemic items, right? High glycemic index things such as bread, muffins, cookies, or anything containing white sugar and wheat and so um and or wheat right so that's a big one for many of us because man I don't know like I think we all eat that that's kind of like how can we do that but you know we do what best we can okay I'm not telling you you have to do all of this but I'm just helping you with your hormones here number 10 limit junk fast food processed foods have all sorts of hormone disrupting ingredients 
There are GMOs, preservatives, additives, synthetic flavorings, and so many other nasty other things. It's awful. So I just want you to consider that. I've written a whole group of things on here. We talked about some sneaky forms of processed foods. This is in my book. I'm helping you guys understand some of the content in the book here, but I want to give you some sneaky forms of um, processed foods that you may not even consider because you think, well, they're fine, right? So like sandwiches and processed meats, such as sausage and pepperoni and deli meats, milk, unless you live on a farm, friend, do not consume processed milk. Okay, this is a big deal. Store-bought, store-bought orange juice, so like only fresh squeezed is good that you fresh squeezed, but store-bought orange juice is awful. Sports drinks, while they seem to replenish your body, all they are doing is flooding your system with sugar and salt. Uh, so we don't want those. Bacon, say no to bacon. Oh my goodness, you guys, I had bacon the other day, it's delightful. But no, I know, I get it. Like, I, I know that you're gonna have a hard time with that one, but bacon is one of the worst foods you can eat. And again, preaching to the choir here, I know it and I still eat it. I just don't eat it every day, right? It's maybe once a month. And we have bacon in the refrigerator. I'll make it for Jacob <clears throat> every once in a while. We still live in this planet. I'm a real person that, you know, we do the best we can, but just limit it. This is what I'm trying to help you understand. Um, okay, so Again, that's unless, of course, you live on a farm and you have some pigs and are able to make your own. And I know some of you guys do that. So there you go. Have at it. But you're not putting all the like crazy crap that's in them, right? <laughs> okay. Um, most bacon is filled with preservatives, nitrates, and hormones. So as much as you're going to hear bacon like nitrate free and all this, the free thing, whatever, they contain um, like hormones. Okay, so if you have your own pig that you've raised on your own farm and haven't shot that poor guy full of hormones, then you know, you know, know your soil, know your oil, know your pig, know your bacon. <laughs> Is that the new quote? <laughs> Hashtag know your pig, know your bacon. It's the same concept here, okay? So this is what I'm helping you understand that I don't have access to a pig. And, and it's the same with uncured bacon, like all of it. It's processed. There's potential hormones that went into that pig. We have to understand that there's so much going on in the meat industry and the production of these. They, they get sick all the time. If you watch any of those shows, understanding like the cattle practices and how animals are treated and how they have to pump them full of different antibiotics to keep them alive um, and the fear that happens, and this is where it gets a little bit, and I know we've got some animal rights activists, and this is why I bring this up, because it's awful. The fear hormone that is coursing through an animal's body right before it's slaughtered is insane. And you are consuming all of that hormone. And we don't want that. You don't want that hormone in the meat. You're literally bringing on all of that horrible, horrible hormone that it was producing in their body. So I just am encouraging you guys, unless it's a humane farm where, I mean, I've seen it done. And I know some of you guys said there's no such thing as humane, you know, humane slaughtering of animals. It's, I disagree. Again, this is not, this is not what this topic is about, but there is, I've seen it done and it's a beautiful thing to watch. And it's like a ceremonial thing, a thanking, thanking the pig for the sacrifice and the meat that it's going to provide. So there's, there's ways about it. 
Again, I'm, I'm not getting into all of that, but I, apparently I just did. But I just wanted you to understand that that kind of processed food that we're eating is causing hormone disruption, okay? All right, so let's end there because I, I don't want to lose some of you guys. Some of you guys are like, I'm out. <laughs> okay, um, number 11 is ditch and switch. And this is a big one because it's getting rid of all synthetic products in your home. This one can take a long time for some of you. However, some of my friends just realized this straight on and they said, we're done, just get rid of it all. So get rid of all synthetic products in your home, replace them with synthetic free versions. So petrochemicals are considered the worst invader on your endocrine system. And what petrochemicals are is the plastics. They make up plastics and synthetic molecules in many of your household items, like, like so many things, it's crazy. You're looking at like cleaning supplies, laundry detergent, fabric softener, dishwashing detergent, air fresheners, candles, facial wash, lotions, body lotions, um, toothpaste, deodorant, makeup, hand soap, hand sanitizer, shampoo, conditioner, everything. Okay. It's like petrochemicals are in everything and they are massive endocrine disruptor disruptors. So we have heard story after story of women who are trying to get pregnant finally cleaning out their entire household of all of the personal care and cleaning products, like getting rid of it. And by the way, in order to get rid of that, these things, you have to call a toxic waste company to come and pick it up. You can't throw it out. If you throw out all of your cleaning supplies, um, what happens is if the waste management company sees this and catches it, that it's your house that it came from, you get fined. So this is important to understand. And we've got to get away from talking about no chemicals. Everything in this world is chemicals, you guys. So let's not, let's stop talking about chemical free. I didn't talk about chemical free. If you go back and rewind this, I never said chemical free. I said synthetic free. We're talking about petrochemicals, which are synthetics in the form of plastic. So we want to talk about petrochemical free or synthetic free, never chemical free, because my essential oils, this is all chemicals, it's phytochemicals. So we have to uh, determine, determine the words, words matter. Okay, hashtag words matter. I hate it when speakers do that. But I want you posting it hashtag words matter, because what we say means a lot. And we don't want to talk about toxic free. I don't want to talk about chemical free. I want to talk about synthetic free. And that's what's so important with the ditch and switch. Okay. So that being said, those are the 11 items. Let's just talk about um, some of the hormone questions that you guys had for me. In the book, there are multiple protocols. I even have a men's general health protocol. I'm not going to have time to go through them all because, you know, I want to keep this one a little bit short. But if I'm going to give you just the, the general idea of men's protocol, a men's health hormone health protocol would be endogize, prostate health, again, optional if he's working on his prostate, making sure that's healthy, omega gize 3, it's good for D3 and omegas, Powergize that has fenugreek, which is super important for men's health, and Juva Power, which has ginger root, which is also important for men's health. Remember, if you are on um, any blood thinners like Coumadin, you want to uh, stay away from Powergize. That's just a little uh, note to take. Okay, um, and a general protocol for women would be PD80 20, uh, Femigen, and Omega Gize 3. Now, there's a lot of question about our hormone supplements and which one to take. That is why I love 
this chart because the hormone support chart talks about all five of our hormone supplements and what they're good for. And you can go down and see like, wow, Femigen is the only one that that Gary created for women who are perimenopausal or who are going through a change in their hormones and that change is causing them to be a psycho, right? Moody. And your appetite has gone up. All of a sudden, you're gaining a bunch of weight. Because what's great about Femigen is there's an added appetite control ingredient. There's um, antioxidative stress support. Um, there's also digestive aid in there. So that's a, this is a specific one for female hormone changes. But there's also um, a specific ingredient in there that helps with endurance and energy. And that's important, but also fat burning, okay, and um, fertility, uh, glutathione support, right? This is the only one. It's a powerhouse hormone for women. Uh, it helps with like hot flashes if you're having them. Um, <clears throat> it also has ingredients to support your immunity. It's the only hormone supplement for women that has support for immunity, Glutathione, glutathione support, which is huge if you've looked that up, fluid retention, fat burning, uh, endurance, antioxidant stress support, digestion, appetite control. I mean, I hope you're, you're getting the gist here that this is a really major one. Um, it's good for liver detox because it has these enzymes in it as well. It's good for joint support. None of the other hormone supplements support any of this stuff. Um, it's got, let me just call out some extras. I think that was it for like why it's super different. But if you were to look at some of the similarities, the other one would be Endogize for men. And I know Endogize says it's for women and women can take it, but I'm going to call out some stuff specific to Endogize. Even though Cortistop people think is to stop cortisol because it's called Cortistop, it, it doesn't do that. And we're going to get into that in a second. If you actually need a supplement that is going to help stop cortisol production, meaning your cortisol is flowing too much, it's out of whack, your adrenals are overworking and they're going nuts, and you wake up in the morning totally shaky, you know that your cortisol levels are too high when you're like jittery right when you wake up, <laughs> okay? Um, Endogize is the only supplement that does that, and it's because of the ashwagandha root. And this is important to note for any of you, the one that is the, for the most aggressive stress one is Endogize. The most aggressive for women that are getting moody and weight gain and, you know, like digestion issues, right? The, the, when your hormones change, that is Femigen. But if you're freaking out, it's Endogize, okay? And I'm gonna get into PD-8820 and Cortistop. And if you remember on my enzyme talk, I paired them with ones that were similar and then what the differences were. That helps us understand these. So if I'm gonna pair them, we're gonna pair Femigen, Femigen and Endogize with similarities with some call-out differences. So remember, Endogize is the only one that will halt your cortisol productions. Um, not halt it, but like lower it. The other ones regulate it. It's a different term, all right? Um, Endogize is great for bodybuilding. This is why it's so good for men, but some of you women are into bodybuilding and you're like the Pilates person that has like the ripped arms and stuff. So Endogize would be your hormone support. It also 
is the only one that helps with circulation. Now, thyramin does as well, but that's a call-out one that's a separate one, so we're not going to include that in the four mix here. Um, Endogize cognition as well, but every all of them help with cognition. And Endogize, just like Femigen, helps that there's some digestive aid in there. Okay, Endogize is the only hormone that contains digestive enzymes, actual enzymes, so that's important to note as well. I think it's beautiful for men because men have a hard time with a bunch of different pills. So instead of giving them digestive enzymes, I can say, look, just take Endogize and now you're getting a bunch of things together. Um, Okay, the other thing, so all supplements work for energy, so we're not going to worry about that. But Endogize has specific ingredients that help with erectile dysfunction. And again, when people ask me, I'm like, that's the supplement for men, even though it's not, it does, you know, and and men have a hard time because the stupid label says women's supplement. I don't know why it says that on there, um, but it's really more for men. Um, And fat burning. Remember, Femigen is all, has fat burning. So does Endogize. Um, When you get into some other areas here, uh, Insulin support is also an endogize thing. So, and it's the only one that has this great insulin support. Um, all of our supplements for hormones help with libido, except for thyromin. Okay, but that's important to note. Um, and then endogize also has ingredients that help with blood sugar. It's the only one that has it. Again, I love this one for many reasons. Uh, for both men and women, but there's some call-out things. Helps with memory. All of them help with that. This one also helps with with metabolism and mood swings. Um, But, you know, muscle and bone mass, that's a big one. Same with um, a few others here, but that's a good one for endogize. And, um, uh, you know, other things. Like, it does help with PMS. It it helps reduce cortisol levels, which we talked about, um, and then helps with a whole host of other things that the other ones help with as well. Um, So... Endogize contains DHEA, so does Cortistop, so does PD8020, so does Femigen. But if you now are going to look at PD8020 and Cortistop together, those two contain pregnenolone, all right? And that's an important difference. Um, and so let's now compare PD8020 and Cortistop. So this is hopefully helping you kind of narrow this down to what you might need. PD8020 and Cortistop are almost identical, and people don't know this. Um, Cortistop has a little bit more going on with it, but uh, PD8020 is the simplest and it has no essential oils in them. And when you get into like the nitty gritty of the ingredients, you'll be able to kind of see what I mean here. Because if you were to look at, um, if I can look this up really quickly, let's see if I can find Cortistop under the letter C. Cortistop contains like pregnenolone, it has a couple amino acids in it, um, it has black cohash root, the DHEA, which is derived from wild yam, it also has clary sage, it has um, the conyza um, flowering top, and then it has some essential oils uh, in there as well, peppermint, frankincense, and um, fennel. And so when you start to understand like all of these ingredients and what they do, you get into 
into understand the memory function, memory loss, mental function. These are these um, amino acids. And then the pregnenolone is a precursor hormone that increases the production of all hormones in the body, such as progesterone, estrogen, and cortisol. Um, and then the DHEA also is a precursor hormone that helps with cognition and depression and libido and muscle, you know, muscle and bone mass. So pregnenolone and P and, um, and uh, DHEA are the most important things, but you notice that in Quarterstop, there's a, some other things in there that are going to help, whereas PD8020 has no essential oils in it and is the simplest because it's really just pregnenolone and DHEA. So let's move over to the, the PD8020 page, and I'm doing the alphabet in my head. Isn't that funny? It's like we all do that when we try to find something. L-M-N-O-P, PD-8020. Uh, it only has pregnenolone and DHEA, other than like the rice flour and gelatin, but here's for the capsule um, and the substrate. But PD-8020 was specifically formulated for Mary when she was in her first trimester getting pregnant, you know, with, with Jacob, and she was having a hard time um, with nausea and just like not being able to keep food down and, and that kind of thing. It's like morning sickness. So PD-8020 is a great help for that. And here's the thing. Um, when you start to understand the way that this works, and if you, if you understand what precursor hormones are, they are increasing the production of all your hormones, not just one, and so they're not blocking the hormones from working. Whereas ashwagandha root in Cordostop does help block some hormones. So when you're trying to ask questions like, if I have like estrogen based something that I can't take anything that's gonna up my estrogen, yeah, you might wanna stay away from like PD8020, even though it's they're from nat natural sources, what they're doing is a precursor hormone works in a way that helps kind of ignite the fire of your body to do its do its thing, right? So it's not hormone replacement, like some people assume. What it is, is it's a precursor to kind of flick your body, right? Like, come on, get to work like a spark. And so I think there's a misconception surrounding natural supplements in that you know, they're estrogenic, or they're going to cause too much progesterone or too much testosterone. They're not replacement hormone therapy supplements at all. So when I hear of doctors saying like, you should stay away from these if you are, are dealing with an estrogen based something or other, um, I disagree simply because they're precursor hormones. You know, it's something to consider. And it's your choice. But when you get into thyromin, now we're talking about a true bioidentical estrogen replacement hormone thing, right? It's it's not estrogen, but what I'm saying, it's a hormone replacement thing. And when you get into that and you start understanding the fact that thyromin contains actual animal glands that are adrenal, pituitary, and thyroid, you know, that's a little bit different. So it's up to you. And it's up to you to figure out what, what makes sense to you. But the thing I love about PD8020 is if you are trying to think like, man, I am just like out of my mind, like changing, my hormones are changing, just try one PD8020. Like it's a really good place to start. And so again, comparing the two, they both support extra cognition. 
They both support energy. They both support hot flashes. They both support your libido. They both support um, menopause and perimenopause. Uh, They both support your memory. Um, Specifically, Cordostop has an extra ingredient that helps your metabolism. Okay, so just know that. And PD8020 does not support your metabolism. But they both support, as do all the others, your mood swings. Um, These both support motivation. Isn't that interesting? So this is going to support motivation, um, whereas Femigen and Endogize don't really have anything in there for that. Um, PD8020 and Cordostop and Endogize all support muscle and bone mass, which is a good thing. But again, back to PD8020 and Cordostop, they both are natural estrogen therapy. Now, again, I just said they're not estrogen producing, but why they're considered natural estrogen therapy is they are kickstarting your body to do the right thing. So they're regulators. They're not. Um, they're not in in the in this. I guess I don't know how to explain this properly. But they're not like bumping your estrogen, right? It's not like you're adding estrogen. So the the question of our is it estrogenic? Well, it's going to help your body produce the right amounts. So again, it's totally up to you on whether or not you feel like that's the right move for you or not. Um, And maybe doing Femigen is the right move for you. So it just depends because the PD8020, when we talk about why it's 80-20, and I've I've called this out, my editors had a field day with me on this, but pregnenolone, there's 400 milligrams of pregnenolone and 100 milligrams of DHEA. So you could go to your doctor with that information and just see what he thinks. And it's derived from wild yams and you can read up on that. But that's the 80% P and 20% D, right? PD, 80, 20. And that's the proper balance of this. Okay. So again, I hope I'm explaining this well. It gets a little bit kind of confusing and stuff, but um, let's keep going down the list because there's so many things that this stuff does. Um, you know, it helps with PMS, all four of them do. So do know that. And then sadness support, it's a big deal, right? Sadness support for PD8020, Cortistop, and Endogize. But Femigen doesn't really have that. Femigen's more like the mood swing one. Um, they all help with stress. They all help with t- testosterone support. Um, and again, if you're a woman, it's not going to make you have more testosterone. I think that's also the question. When you're doing, we're dealing with natural stuff, it's not like you're adding testosterone. What it's doing is it's helping your hormones work properly. So again, regulating rather than bumping. Um, vaginal dryness. This one comes up a lot and PD8020 and Cortistop are great for that. Um, and we talked about DHEA and pregnenolone. Um, DHEA is in all of our supplements, but pregnenolone specifically is a precursor hormone that helps support your hormones, which is in PD8020 and Cortistop. And PD8020 contains no essential oils, which we already discussed. Okay, so that's two and two. So that kind of helps you understand those two. Femigen and Endogize versus PD8020 and Cortistop together. The last one, and this is going to be the end of this talk, um, the last one is thyramine. And remember, thyramine has animal gland from adrenal, pituitary, and thyroid. It helps with circulation. It helps with menopause. It helps with menstrual blood flow, which is a big deal. And just know um, this one also helps with circulation. And so it's a true hormone replacement therapy thing. And so when you're with your doctor, um, 
and I, this is something I can't really get into too much, but when your doctor says to you, and if you have some thyroid issue, again, I can't get into diagnostics and all that, but if you have an, a diagnosed thyroid issue and they want to put you on, say, something that has the word thyroid in it, right? It's a natural um, from pig glands type of type of um, new uh, pharmaceutical that they're now offering. Um, you can bring thyromin in and it outperforms, meaning the ingredients in it are better and more um, varied and robust. So your body will be able to adjust quicker to this. And you're going to have to be your own best advocate and say, can we start here? So if you're on something that they've prescribed that is like, they usually do it last, they try all the synthetic pharmaceuticals first, and then they are now trying, the doctors are now realizing that, you know, giving you actual thyroid from a pig or a cow is very helpful and pituitary and adrenal like to actually support that. Um, We've had it for many, many years. I mean, this we've had this supplement for so long, and now the doctors are realizing that this is a better supplement. So I encourage you guys to bring, you can bring the book in, show them the ingredients, what's in it, so they can see it. It's so cool, you guys. It's so incredible, and I love it. And I encourage you guys to, um, you know, I can't answer your thyroid or your hormone questions. I can't answer what would be right for you because I'm not a doctor. But my goal is to give you as much content as possible so that you can make the right decision for you. Is that good? All right. So thanks for hanging out with me. And I've loved being here with you guys. I can't wait to talk with you about some more things later on. We've got another video coming up a little bit later on tonight. Um, and we're going to be doing that one about Super Cal Plus. And then tomorrow we've got a bunch of videos and we're getting right on top of releasing the supplements desk reference, which is going to straight up change your world. And that's what I want it to do. I want it to help you in ways that you never thought possible. I get messages every single day from people who bought the advanced readers copy and they were like, thank you. This book is changing everything. And that's what I, I love hearing that. So super excited to hear that. And we will um, talk to you guys soon. Thanks for having me and be blessed.